Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, everybody. How's it going? You guys have come a long way. We are about ready to... Completed module six, we're in the last week of the course. Uh, module seven is going to be a live uh, call with me that's going to happen this Sunday, July 5th at 7 p.m. Central Time. So just keep that in mind. You will not be having access to any kind of a video module on Friday. Please, please, please mark your calendar and be available to make the live call with me uh, this Sunday, July 5th at 7 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Really looking forward to that. I also want to remind you to please send me the topics that you would like to see covered for that class and that call. Um, one of the things that I think is really cool about this class is that it is able to be customized to you. The people that are going through the program at the same time, that's why I made this final class a live event with me, um, really to provide that extra level of customization and personalization um, to really make it specific to you in your situation. So it's really dependent on you showing up, not just showing up for the call, but also letting me know what is it that you would like to see. What, where, what do you want some more information, more help, or more techniques, or more tools? Um, what can I offer you in that class? So I'll be um, soliciting some, uh, putting an email out soliciting some information for what you would like to see covered in that class. But some areas to think about, we could do more things on sales, more on marketing, more about hiring and building your team. We could do more things on creating your services, pricing, uh, really your branding. We could really do anything that you want to do for that class. So think about that and be sure to submit your topics of interest to me before Sunday because I'm going to be if I don't get a whole lot of response, I'm just going to create whatever I want and what I think you need. So be sure to get that in to me before Sunday, ideally by Saturday, um, so I can come up with some really great content for you guys. So it's going to be a pretty brief call today. I, got, I did get a few questions in. Thank you so much for those of you who did submit questions. I will go ahead and address those now. It doesn't look like we've got anyone here yet on the live call. So I'm just going to be addressing these questions, and we'll just have a, a short call for today. Okay, so the first question that we have here regarding the content of Module 6, which was about large corporate events and also how to pull off perfect spa parties so that they are not train wrecks, they are effortless and graceful and everybody has fun, including you. <laughs> Here's a question that we got. Um, I noticed that the 10-minute time slots for services at the spa events are back-to-back. So she's referring to the large corporate events, how I talked about doing the big you know, 50 to 200 people type of events where we use those service time cards. And each service is about 10 minutes long. And her question is, what about cleanup time? Um, how do we fit that in? And so I, it should have been pointed out or made clear in the video, but if it wasn't, that's good for me to know. So let me go ahead and clarify that. 
So it's correct. So the spa events, when they're large like that, the way that we typically do them, they are 10 minutes back to back. And as far as cleaning up and sanitizing, usually there's really not a lot of cleaning up or sanitizing to do. Um, if you bring, if you have your technicians bring waterless hand sanitizer and if, or baby wipes for their hands or for the massage chair cradle um, or even warm moist towels, a little towel warmer where they can you know, cleanse their hands every now and then if they need to in between services. That is usually all that's needed. So you actually do the service, and then while the next client is getting ready to get on the table or sit down in the massage chair or sit down at the hand massage station, that's when you would actually do that cleanup time. And then since they're 10 minutes long, there's only five of them in an hour. So you have 10 minutes at the end of the hour for the therapist to, if they need to just rest, take a break, reorganize, run to the bathroom, Obviously, we have to be cleaning ourselves in between and cleaning our areas. Um, so that would be obviously clearly, yes, cleaning and sanitizing our hands or the massage chair, um, you know, whatever we're using for the service definitely needs to be addressed. But that can really, because it's such minimal supplies that we use when we do these big events, there's not a lot of cleanup that happens in between services. So I hope that helps clarify and answer that question, that there's 10 minutes left at the end of the 60 minutes for any kind of more extensive cleanup or sanitizing that needs to happen. But as far as just the minimal things that need to happen in between services, really shouldn't be more than the um, therapist or technician cleaning their hands. We're, we're not using nail implements. If we are, we're using disposable ones or ones that we actually give to the client and let them take home with them. So there shouldn't be any sanitizing of implements happening. Um, you know, if that were the case, then it would be a different story. We would definitely need more time between services. But because for the large events, we're not doing stuff like that. We're keeping it as simple as possible. Um, but there is really plenty of time just to do the basics. Spray down the massage chair, wipe it off, and cleanse your hands between clients while your client's getting ready to sit down. And you'll find, too, that the large events, um, you know, we do our best to stay on that 10 minutes. And sometimes, you know, there is a sense of flow that also starts to happen. Sometimes the next client will show up a few minutes late. They're not going to be right there ready to jump in the, into the chair right as soon as the other client gets off. Um, sometimes the whole time slot's not even used. There just was nobody that um, signed up for that slot. So there's actually a lot more leeway and flexibility kind of built in there as well. Um, and then there's always that guaranteed 10 minutes at the end of the hour uh, really to take care of the therapist technician, give them a chance to breathe, get a sip of water, run to the bathroom, whatever they need to do. Uh, the next question here is about the minimum and maximum for spa parties and corporate events. And this question is, what do you suggest the minimum and maximum attendees should be before booking a spa party or corporate event? And I don't recommend that you have a minimum or maximum amount of attendees. Um, I do recommend, and in an earlier module I talked about this, I definitely recommend that you have a minimum dollar amount that needs to be spent on either a private spa party or a corporate event. And I would definitely recommend making it different for each. Your corporate events can have a higher dollar minimum probably than your at-home spa party. So I would say a nice range for an at-home spa party is anywhere from $1,000 to $1,500 as a minimum. And that could be three people. That could be 10 people. 
Hey, hey, technically that could probably even be two people if they got, you know, like a two-hour massage and a facial and manicure and pedicure and, and the whole the whole deal. So that's why I don't say how many attendees have to be there. I do it as a dollar amount because you can really then customize. You know, if a corporation doesn't have, let's say they don't have 50 people, let's say they've got, you know, 38 people. And if you say you have to have 50 people, well, then they're not going to be able to do business with you. But if you say our minimum for a corporate event is, and I would say it could safely be anywhere from $3,000 to $6,000 as a dollar minimum, again, depending on your market and the types of corporate clients you're reaching out to, then inside of that they can say, wow, okay, great. Well, we've got 38 people. What can you do for us for $3,000? And inside of that you have lots of flexibility. So is that going to look like each person gets three 10-minute spa services? Does each person get one half-hour spa service, um, you can really start to customize. It gives you a lot more flexibility to start to work with when you're just focused on having a dollar amount minimum and not having a person minimum. So just to clarify that there. And here's another good question. So how do you figure out how much to bill hourly for each technician for the large corporate jobs? So for the large events, when we're doing those 50 to 200 person events, um, how do you determine how much to bill for your technicians? And so yes, I did recommend just having a flat hourly rate for the large events so that we're not charging per service. It's too confusing to do it per service. And the way that I calculated that was I would just take the – how did I do that actually? <laughs> Let me think for a minute. Because I came in at 125 to 150 per technician, and I think the way that I came to that number was roughly for an hour-long service, let's say massage, you know, because a lot of the stuff that we do at the large events are um, mostly your high massage therapists are mostly massage type services, chair massage, hand massage, foot massage, um, corporate, I'm sorry, tarot card readers. Um, so I estimated their you know, the average cost for a one-hour Swedish massage, if we were doing an at-home spa party, was about 100 plus a 20% gratuity. So then the hourly rate for one therapist came in at about 120 per hour per technician. So that's one little bit of a way that you can kind of figure out how much hourly you should charge. Um, it's a little formula that you can use. Now, having said that, you may also be able to push the envelope a little bit and perhaps increase your rate slightly. Um, you do charge that location fee. So a lot of extras can be wrapped into that location fee. But you also might be able to charge a little bit of a higher hourly rate per technician per hour for the large corporate events because you are you're bringing all the supplies. It's big. You've got management costs. Um, hopefully you don't have very many extra things you have to rent or provide, but sometimes in some cases you might. Um, so you can also, there's a little bit of flexibility in that. And I think I charge anywhere between a 125 up to 150. That seems good and fair and right for my market here in Austin. Um, and that might be something a little bit different for you just depending on where you're located. Um, but I would say if you're really looking for a formula that you're know, using whatever it costs for, a, say, a six minutes or an hour Swedish massage, um, plus that 20% gratuity, that safely you could start with that as your hourly rate per technician for the large spot events. Okay, 
So the next question is about finding and keeping the independent contractors for these large spa events. And the concern being, you know, that when we start our businesses, this is one of the biggest challenges of starting a mobile spa is a lot of times it's begin and really any service-oriented business, even a regular day spa has the same problem. When we start out, a lot of times there's not that regular work coming in. And as small entrepreneurs, like most of us here are, we also don't have, usually don't have the resources to like pay somebody an hourly rate until the work builds up and then they can go on to straight commission. Most of us don't have that luxury. So it definitely is a challenge of finding and keeping those independent contractors um, when we don't have that regular work for them. Now, I also want to just sort of point out that you know, there's a whole assumption under this statement right here. So I'm going to just read the question as it was submitted. How do you get and keep independent contractors for large events if you don't have regular work weekly for them? So the assumption that's being made under that question is that, is that people need regular weekly work. And the independent contractors you're hiring have to have regular weekly work or they're not going to stay with you. And I just want to invite you to start to shift your way of thinking a little bit and start to open yourself to the possibility that there are massage therapists out there or contractors, independent contractors, plenty of them that don't need the regular weekly work from you. There are plenty of therapists who work at, you know, get regular work at a day spa and they need some extra money on the side. There's plenty of independent contractors out there who do this work part-time. Maybe they're a stay-at-home mom and they just do this part-time for extra money. So I want you to really start kind of getting past a limiting belief. You're actually limiting yourself by thinking that that's the only way that anybody's going to stay with you or work for you is if you have regular, consistent work. You have to find the types of people, the types of contractors out there that are looking for something different. You can't provide regular weekly work for them, so don't hire the people that need something regular and weekly. They need to find a job somewhere that can provide regular income for them. What you're able to provide is some part-time part -time work, some extra money, hit or miss, um, on-call, you know, as it comes available type of stuff. There's plenty of people out there that will jump at that. Wow, an extra $400 for working, you know, a four-hour event? On a Sunday, I'll take it, absolutely. Um, so that's also one reason why the way that you structure your pay scale may be a little bit different than a day spa. You may offer, even for these large events, maybe the pay you offer a little bit more. Um, or they're just getting paid more if you've got steady six hours straight of work for somebody on a Sunday and they're making, I don't know, 50, 60, 70, 80 dollars an hour, most people will be really happy to walk away with four to five hundred dollars in their pocket from this one day of work. That's pretty good. And most time at a day spa even, you don't necessarily make that because you're not, you know, it's based on gratuity. You don't know how much gratuity you're getting. Um, and the base pay is probably sometimes, not always, but probably a little bit lower. And then you're not always booked solid either. Um, so what you can guarantee is four hours of income or six hours of an income, whatever, um, on a weekend for an event, that's, you know, people do want that. So just start to think a little bit differently. Don't limit yourself by thinking that people are only going to work for you if you have regular weekly work for them. Find the ones that don't need that regular work. And then as far as finding them, 
So the next half of this question was, do you just send out a mass text or email to all technicians for each job and give it to the ones that answer the quickest? Um, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Send out a mass text or email or however you, your uh, team is used to being communicated with. Um, and yeah, absolutely just give them the details, the time, the date, the pay, the types of services that you are needing to fill, how many therapists you need. Uh, and what I ended up doing the very first time that I got this really big event that was like 200 people, um, I really had to leverage the network because I did not have, I needed 40 technicians and I needed them pretty fast <laughs> in like a period of three or four weeks was when this event was getting, was happening. And so I really, really leveraged the network and I, you know, the people that I did have in my in my team already that had already worked for me some, I really had to say, hey, I need help. Do you have some friends? Do you have some other people? Can you help me get the word out? I reached out to some key people in the massage community that have really good, strong networks and asked for their assistance, like, hey, you know, blast is out there. Um, have people contact me at this, you know, give them an easy way to get all the details, give them all the details they need, exactly how to get a hold of you and how to sign up. And you really just have to trust and really keep working, working the network until you get all those positions filled. And that's just the way to get it to get it done. And that's the way that I found really worked well for me. And then once you pull off one of those big events like that, then you've got potentially a whole new pool of technicians to draw from, and you have experience. But one thing that I will say on that is just make sure that you are still careful with who you're hiring for these big events. So if people are coming in on referral, you want to know who referred them, and you want to make sure that they're trustworthy and that they do a good job. Um, we don't ever want to get in a place where we're desperate and we're just going to like, you know, hire anybody that we can get on because we've got this big event and we need you know, I'm short five technicians to just throw anybody on that we can. We don't want to do that. It's usually not going to work out in your favor. You're just really taking a risk if you're doing that. So don't let yourself get in that position. And you know, the worst case scenario, if you do come up short, let's say you're short five technicians and you just you've milked all your resources and you just can't seem to get anybody else, you know, then that's okay. You can usually just readjust the event somehow, talk to your client, um, you might have to refund some of the, the money. Obviously, you can't bill them for technicians that aren't going to show up. Um, so you can really find a way to adjust and work that in. So just don't ever get into a panic mode. It's all going to be okay, I promise. Um, once you start to get your feet wet with this, it's you know they're really fun to do and, and they're not hard. And uh, managing the people part of it is its own thing, but it's not something to really worry about so much. Um, yeah, so I hope that that helps answer your questions for today. And let me just see. Yeah, I think that that's going to be it for today. Um, I really look forward to having you guys on the call on Sunday for the class. And keep on keeping on. You'll be getting an email from me um, tomorrow. And please get back to me. Let me know what kinds of things you want me to talk on or what kind of questions you have. We can really get into some specifics as well with your own business for this last call, the last class on Sunday. So um, that's really a time for you to get some of that individual support and hopefully also connect with some of the other people going through the course with you. 
All right, guys. Good luck. Have a great rest of your week. And I will see you Sunday, July 5th at 7 p.m. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.